On this episode of Aggressively Positive, we will be talking about heavy metal. On this episode of Aggressively Positive, we will be talking about who Barbara Melissant Roberts and Leslie Sebastian Charles are. And the answer just may surprise you. Greetings and welcome. Welcome, my friends, welcome to Aggressively Positive, episode number seven. I don't know if you're listening to this in the morning, but if you are, good morning. And if you're listening to this in the afternoon, good afternoon. And if you're listening to this at night, good night. I am recording this just after work, so... (laughs) Let's have a fun one, my friends. Like I said, this is episode number seven, and the number seven is definitely my favorite two-syllable single-digit prime number. It's actually one of my favorite overall two-syllable words. Other honorable mentions, pickle, lemur, omni, major, xena. Cooties, Aardvark, Noggin, Donuts, okay, and lastly, two fantastic two-syllable words that when put together, suddenly they make life so much, much more beautiful than it is. Billy Ocean. Have I talked yet about my love for Billy Ocean? My very true, genuine love for that beautiful man that was born as Leslie Sebastian Charles on January 21st, 1950, a day that I celebrate every year. For that beautiful man that I once drove round trip to Canada with my wife and my brother to go see in concert. Concert! That's another super rad two-syllable word. And going along with concert, I once put together a Rhode Island supergroup of musicians for a one-time only Billy Ocean cover band, Billy Ocean State. Link to the audio is in the bio of this episode. Um, it was me on vocals as Billy Ocean and a bunch of awesome friends of mine that uh, didn't mind spending a few months learning four Billy Ocean songs. So yeah, I would definitely uh, recommend checking out Billy Ocean State. Rhode Island's nickname is the Ocean State. So, Billy Ocean State was a top-notch band name. In the old-school days of Wikipedia, I would quite often change Billy Ocean and Rhode Island's page to say that Rhode Island's nickname, the Ocean State, was named after Billy Ocean. One time, it was up on the Rhode Island Wikipedia page for over a month. It was awesome. Also awesome, but only one syllable, goats. You know, like, billy goats. Goats! What do you call a goat at sea? Billy Ocean! What did Bill Murray say when he got to the farm? I ain't afraid of no goats. What do you call a goat that lip syncs and blames it on the rain? (laughs) Billy Vanilli! How's that? Oh, you want more? What do you call a goat in a tuxedo hosting the Oscars? Billy Crystal. What do you call a Billy secret agent? Goat 
and I. Goat, goat and I. <laughs> How's that? Done? Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? I think it's about time we move things on with the first good news story of the week. This is an amazing story, friends. This is about a single father who has taken his son, who has cerebral palsy, to over 1,200 heavy metal concerts since finding out how much the music soothed and comforted him. Now he's even organized a metal festival in the son's honor to help raise awareness for the condition. Richard first realized his son loved heavy metal music when Mason was just a baby. According to Richard, all Mason did was cry from when he was a baby to when he was a toddler. One day, McDeed put on a Metallica video while he was doing the dishes, and he noticed the crying stopped. In fact, Mason had fallen asleep to the music. This was the first time he had done that without someone holding him, Richard said. Afterwards, it started happening in the car. Whenever Metallica was on, he would calm down and relax. At first, it was only Metallica, but then it grew to other bands. When Mason turned 12, his father took him to his first concert. Since then, the duo has been to over 1,200 concerts, including Metallica, eight times. But in 2017, Mason was hospitalized with a 107.9 fever, and the outlook wasn't good. So his father decided to throw him the biggest, loudest birthday party he could imagine. And he named it Mason Metal Fest. Mason was still not 110%, but we had 10 bands playing, and so many of Mason's friends and supporters from the metal scene came out. All those people were nothing but positive, and it was a turning point in our path to recovery. Now it's been an annual event to help raise awareness for cerebral palsy. Mason, now 23, is the official music correspondent for the event. Ten bands will be playing this year's show in in Minneapolis on March 23rd, 2019. My friends, we gotta bring this one down a little bit just so we can bring it back up. Ellen and Robert Hughes expected the worst when they took their son Walker, who had been on a violent rampage, to Loyola University Medical Center in Illinois. But they were inspired by two of the hospital workers who just calmed him down by singing and dancing. After a reaction to a medicine that was supposed to calm Walker down, he became extremely violent. He rampaged through the house that day and tackled his father to the ground and started fighting him. As soon as they entered the hospital, Walker bit his mother's hand and she screamed. In the room where Walker had been taken for tests and medication, he kept bolting off the examination table. Instead of using force to restrain him, the officers took a different approach. For the first two and a half hours, the officers danced. (laughs) Two and a half hours! Then they sang children's songs. Then they harmonized on the Mr. Rogers theme song. Walker's mom then said Walker loved it. He was kind of mystified and charmed and started smiling. They were men his size who considered him a real person. It's scary when people don't think you're a real person. You have autism and you can't talk, but you're a real person. 
It's scary to be treated like a lion from the zoo. We've been to doctors and the hospitals a million times, and I've never seen anything like these guys. Walker is currently getting good care now and recovering from taking the wrong medication. Walker's really come back since then, and the family is nothing but high hopes, and I'm so glad to hear that. But can we just go back for a second? These two hospital workers, you can find a picture of them on the internet. It's awesome. I looked for video. I was really hoping there'd be video of them singing the Mr. Rogers theme, but there wasn't. Still, I looked at this picture, and I just kind of closed my mind for a second, and I could hear them singing it. I could even hear them harmonizing like Ellen said they did, and that's a beautiful thing. They could have called for more morphine. They could have pulled the red button. You know, no, they danced and they sang the Mr. Rogers theme. So next time you're in traffic and you're behind the slow 18-wheeler that can't necessarily accelerate as much from a dead stop like we can in bumper-to-bumper traffic, realize and understand what you're complaining about. And then realize what other people have to go through. It's a, it's a hard thing to do, my friends. Trust me, I know. But you do it every day. And if you realize it every day, you might start doing it every other day. And when you continue to realize it every other day, you do it once a week. Then six days you didn't do it. And you keep at it. You might one day go an entire month without cussing out that person that cut you off in traffic. Listen, I've been living an extremely positive life these days, and I love it. But there's still those moments on that Monday morning where, no, no, I just need to breathe for a second. I need to turn up Ario Speedwagon. (laughs) I don't even listen to Ario Speedwagon. But I still need to just turn up whatever's on the radio. Heard it from a friend who... That might be on the radio at that point. I need to turn it up. I need to realize I might not be there 12 seconds faster than the person that cut me off. And that's okay. Cheers, friends. That's okay! (laughs) We interrupt your normally scheduled podcast to bring you one minute of random farts. Facts! Who wrote that in the teleprompter? Start the clock. Most American-made car horns honk in the key of F. The name Wendy was made up for the book Peter Pan. Barbie's full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. Every time you lick a stamp, you consume one-tenth of a calorie. The average person falls asleep in seven minutes. That fact put me to sleep in seven seconds. Moving on, though, studies show that if a cat falls off the seventh floor of a building, it has 30% chance less of survival than a cat that falls off the 20th floor. It apparently takes the cat 
cat about eight floors to realize what's going on. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Your stomach has to produce a new layer of mucus every two weeks. Otherwise, it would digest itself. And the citrus soda, 7-Up, was created in 1929. Seven was selected as the original seven-ounce containers. And Up was selected for the direction of the bubbles. So literally, all it means is seven ounces bubbles up. Fun facts, my friend. Uh, I'll throw in there. Reindeers like to eat bananas. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was a fun fact, minute fact, filled fact, session fact. And you know what else is awesome? The next news story, I think so. <laughs> oh no, it's the big bad dude with the rude attitude. It's Big Bad Billy. Big Bad Billy? Oh, come on! Wait, 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 what? I'm here! Shut up, I hate you! Big Bad Billy, you're late! Again! So what? I'm here now, isn't I? Yes, you are. Now! And that's not the point! You were supposed to be here, then! And you weren't! Ah, shut up, Grandma! No one likes you anyways! Actually, Big Bad Billy, nobody likes you! You have no self-awareness and a negative amount of decency. And you just... I what? Obviously don't brush your teeth. Well, that's because it's Wednesday. I brush on Mondays and Fridays. I save a lot of money that way. You probably lose a lot of friends that way. That's right. It's me, Big Bad Billy. What? What are you, what are you talking about? It's a little late for that saying, my friend. Huh? Whatever, you're an idiot. I'm the best, vaccinations don't work, and I've got a hot date tonight. None of that's true. Buh bye I hate you! Guys, I'm really starting to hate Big Bad Billy. Like, more than ever. He's really getting to me. He turns me irritable. He puts a downer on my day. And that's sad. Look at him. He's a giant angry nothing that's actually quite pathetic if he wasn't so harmful i'd probably laugh but it's bad he affects those around him in a very very bad way he exists he is a constant it's up to us to not let it bother us enough to get to the point of changing our mood as we all have days worse than others, let's make a pact together to not let Big Bad Billy or anybody else like him affect us in a bad way. Instead of fighting against hate, let's all fight for love. As I said, it may be hard, and especially in the beginning, but it's worth it. Trust me. So let's... Pull our emotions out of this toxic gutter that is Big Bad Billy and let's get things positive again with another good news story! This one's about cats and it's another one that we have to bring down to bring back up so we'll see if I can hold my composure. Fluffy the cat was brought to the animal... Oh my god! Getting to work. Okay, I'm coming back. Fluffy the cat was brought to the animal shelter after her owners found her buried in the snow. She was essentially frozen and unresponsive, with a body temperature that could not register on the clinic's thermometers. 
The staff spent hours warming the cat with towels, cage warmers, and travenous fluids. If that's how you pronounce it, then that's what I meant to say. But eventually, Fluffy responded. After many hours, she recovered and is now completely normal. And if you can find a picture of Fluffy beforehand, when she showed up in the snow, God, this picture gave me the chills. I'm sorry for lack of a worse term. She's covered in snow, poor cat. But just to know that this animal clinic then tried everything they could for hours. Anybody could say, well, they got paid and they tried. No, these people tried working on an unresponsive cat for hours, covered in snow, clung to her skin. And she's back. Fluffy, I love you. I'm just looking at Fluffy's face right now and I want to give it a big old... Kiss and hug! (laughs) I love you guys. And I love Fluffy. Oh, Fluffy looks so happy now. Alright, now it's time for this week's goodest person of the week. A man named Kevin snapped a photo of a man named Joseph, who took joy in entertaining Kevin's 16-month-old daughter, Carter Jean, while they waited to board their plane. And this is what Kevin wrote on Facebook. Last night, while waiting to board our plane, Carter Jean was being her usual inquisitive self, wanting to meet strangers and saying hi to everyone she could, until she walked up on this one man, he reached out, and he asked if she wanted to sit with him. He pulled out his tablet, and he showed her how to draw on it. Then they watched cartoons together, and then she offered him snacks. That wasn't a short exchange. This was 45 minutes. Watching them in that moment, Kevin couldn't help but think different genders, different races, different generation, and the best friends. This is the world I want for her, and Adam Throw's going to take a sidestep. This is the world I want for us, my friends. That is the world we all deserve, and that's the world I'm trying to fight for, and I know you guys are too. So I'm going to jump back into this story. In a country that is continuously fed, that it's so deeply divided by beliefs, I want her life to be filled with moments like this. Not liberal, conservative, Republican, Democrat, socialist, capitalist, just human. Kevin went on to say in that Facebook post, Joseph from Oklahoma, if this should happen to find you, thank you for showing my daughter what kindness and compassion looks like. Continue to shine your light in the world. And that Facebook post has gone, I mean, it's well over 300,000 likes, close to a quarter million shares, and that is beautiful. It, Friends, I'm just here to remind you, there is still good in this world, and it comes in every size, shape, and everything. And the same thing, the same thing with bad. There is bad that comes in every size, shape, and everything. 
So, instead of really focusing on that, even though we know it exists, let's focus on the good. Let's be good. Let's do our best to inspire those and show other people good still exists. Because most people just turn on the TV and they know that's not the fact. But I know it is, and you know it is. So, cheers to us! Alright, well that's it for this episode, my friends. I hope you've enjoyed it, and I hope you found it inspiring. And if you happen to be celebrating Valentine's Day this week, I hope you have a great one. While we're on the topic of love, let's talk about unconditional love. Unconditional love is the thickest love of all. If I think I find love with somebody, and they start doing me wrong, stealing, continuously doing bad, negative things, knowingly and willingly... I'm not going to wake up the next morning and love them. Real love is earned. Even unconditional love is earned. It's trust. And real unconditional love is so gosh darn beautiful. You deserve that real love. You definitely do not deserve to not be loved. You deserve the best. We all deserve the best. We need love. We need friendship. And we need happiness. If you are not truly happy in life, then you are not succeeding in life. Let's try our best to be happy. We're surrounded by negative every day in the mainstream news, on face page. When people just come in and they want to talk negative, let's turn that around and let's talk positive. Sure, there's poo-poo going on, but you know what? You just listened to... 23 minutes to 29 and a half minutes of good, inspiring news that you can now bring to your friends and your family and your outlets and say poo-poo on you, negativity! (laughs) Okay, you can find us on the internets at goodpeopledoinggood.org. There's a Patreon, uh, there's a, an aggressively positive page off of that website that I will be updating very soon. When my unborn daughter's born, I will have time off, and I'm planning on doing a lot of sleeping. And a lot of sleeping. <laughs> Probably a lot of eating. And then I'm also planning on doing a lot of renovating to the webpage and all sorts of fun. You guys are the best. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at whatever slash goodpeopledoinggoodorg, all one word. That's where we post all of our updates. And if you're interested in becoming a patron of Good People Doing Good, all of those wonderful links are on the website as well. And lastly, I can't record an episode without asking you guys to leave a very nice rating and review of the podcast. If you've enjoyed one minute of this, if you've enjoyed all seven episodes, it would mean the world to me to get your finger to go bloop on that five, on that fifth star. And you know, if you want to write a review, that would be so cool. I love to hear what everybody has to say about this show. Shoot me an email at goodpeopledoinggoodorg at gmail.com. And I will read it. 
I will do my best to get back to you. And it's so fantastic having everybody reach out to me. And you guys are the best. And I mm, love you guys. Stay good. Toodles, friends. All right, so it's that time of the show again where I give my Patreon shoutouts and my friends. Someone asked me recently how long I'm going to be doing these with everybody's name. And I told him, as long as there's enough name to read. And we'll see if this week's going to be any different. Pretty sure it might be. Yo, yo. Jerry DuPont, Emilietta Godfrey, Donna LaFontaine, Ryan Wilder, Amanda George, Ali Jett, Trisha Dorley, Wade Zawaski, Kaylee Nassar, Tara Benton, Jesus Mendoza, Victoria Kilvinoff, Jackie Marconi, Samantha Seagar, Fern Perks, Tormongolo, Jennifer Little, Rachel Ferry, a terrific time suck with Dan Cummins, Tess Green, Reverend Jeffrey O'Neill, Don Lawrence Van Bleek, Lizzie Trogdon, Dennis L. Cusper, Brandon Bump, Kevin. David B. Verliger, Michael Feeney, Dan Pazel, Rachel Pavel, Gavin Lab Min, Mindy Thoreau, Donna Quinn, Bo Zimmerman, Michael Patriarca, Dustin du- Dumas, Robert Jennings, Michael. <laughs> Alright, bringing it back. <laughs> Brendan McKay, he, Melissa Beckhouse, Justin Phillips, Robert Darwin, the Bull, Partridge the Fourth, Liz B. Donna Smith. Alicia Reynolds, Brian Chilson, What Is Big Deal, Molly Rebeck, Nathan Cruz, John Rogers, How Are You, Scott King, Ryan Zick, Besky Lust, Mary Searle, Natalie Sherbert, Wendy King, Dan Smith, Patrick Kelleher, Stephen Roca, Jen McCusson, Trisha Kocher, Andrew and Courtney Hopkins, I said Andrew and Courtney Hopkins, Megan Howell, Matthew Davies, Mary Hennessy, Jacob Montgomery, Kyle Tegler, Justin Martin, Cody, Smiley, Nick Hirschfield, Dan Burl, Andy Rue, Tim Wallace, Sherry Leach, Damien Sabagino, Emily Heath, Brandon Goulet, Jessica Nathan Hurd, Jeffrey Hardy, Robert Willis, Harmony Valencamp, Dick, Dick, Dick Donovan, Eric Clark, Kara James, Ethley Gagliardi, Wyvern Workshop, Lindsay Rustin, Naomi Ward, Jessica Gunby, Jim McDonough, Charles Starkey, Jason Simmons, Jessica, Jessica, Jessica Bradley, Colleen Newlett, Christopher Camara, John Cuccio Jr., Alex Hasberger, Alexa Hollinsworth, Amy Sherman, Shannon Oliver, Stephen Rowe, Stephen Gallo, Dahlia Pena, Thomas Gallagher, Lemire, Lady Lindsay Lemoy, Kim Malone, Kim, Kim, Kim Malone, Gary Jacobs, Amanda, Gagnon, Pamisciano, Bob Whitney, Ian O'Neill, Lynn Lawrence, Megan Printer, John, 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 Abigail Wilson, Desmond Clark, Brian Bear, Matthew Tice, Kevin Holmes, Ryan Jarzombeck, Jacqueline Bull, Shane Maxwell, Shy Stephen Lead, Connor Miller, Ty Gerard, Shelby, Joe Thoreau, Faith Fold, Eric D. Hudson, uh-huh. those are all my patrons, I love you guys more than anything from the bottom of my heart.